This is Corolla Digital. Hello, my little lemons. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another Gary, me, you show. I don't even, I have lost track of how many there are. Gary's holding up his hand. Your hand is giant. This is the fifth one. I I know. No, I I was aware that that was five. I just was commenting on the size of your hand as well. Yeah, it's, it's large. However do you find gloves? I don't. Yeah, no one really needs gloves, not in this weather. Anyway, you guys, I have to tell you about our good friends over at Sherry's Berries. Mother's Day is coming up, and you know what that means. It means if you're like me, you're thinking, oh, crap, what am I going to get my mom? And you know why I think that? Sidebar, because my birthday was on Mother's Day, so I feel like my existence is gift enough for my mom. But my mom doesn't agree, and you know who would, would also not agree? Your mom. I mean, what good am I to your mom? Unless she's a fan, in which case, hi, your mom. But you need to get her a gift. I recommend Sherry's Berries. They're delicious. They're giant, juicy, beautiful, delicious, big strawberries dipped in chocolate. There's white chocolate, dark chocolate, milk chocolate. There's swizzle. There's nuts. There's all sorts of fancy doodads and and whatnots that are on the chocolate, on the berry. Or they don't. it's, It's really up to you. I like the white chocolate. Daniel likes the dark chocolate. No, he likes, yes, he likes the dark chocolate. We both like the milk chocolate. But I'll eat any of them. It's not that flattering. I mean, it's flattering to Sherry's berries. It's not that flattering that I'll just pretty much shove anything delicious in my mouth. But that's just me. Anyway, giant freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting at $19.99, over a 40% savings. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone, and type in best friend. And for my listeners, double the berries for just $10 more. Here's the thing. The only way to get this amazing Mother's Day deal is to visit berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in best friend. Berries.com, microphone, best friend. Hurry, this offer ends soon, so order today. And if you do and your mom likes them, which she will, because pretty much every time we've done this, everyone's mom has liked them. Um, So they're, because they're just that good. So anyway, let us know what she thinks and email us and send us a photo if you want. What you do? Anyway, okay. Now, on to other things. I have to say something which doesn't make me look good, but that's never really stopped me in the past. Okay, so today I did one of these panel things that I, whenever I do them, I think, why did I do that, even though I always meet nice people and stuff. But I just, um, in general, I try not to do a lot of things. In general, I feel like I I already don't have enough time to do the things that I need to do. And so, and I'm someone who's like drained fairly easily by a lot of extra activity. So I just in general try to like not schedule more than I need to do. However, I don't know what changed recently, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see how it is to live on the other, to, to live how the other half lives, the busy half. So I said yes to far, far too many things, social things, work things whatever a panel is, it's somewhere in between. And, um, is, and I said yes, and I was like, how the hell am I going to get through this weekend and write my column? There's, I have way too much to do. There's no way in hell I'm going to do it. 
And then I tried to back out of everything, but that didn't work. It's a longer story, but it just, it didn't. Actually, with the panel, here's what I'll say. Um, My friend who was helping put it on asked me to do it, and I said yes, and then I was like, there's no no way I can do it. But meanwhile, I was trying to um, get more people that it was this called Podcast All-Stars, and I was like, ooh, that's... Well, thank you that uh, for blowing that smoke up my ass. As a podcast all-star, I will do this. And then I was like, i got to get my all-star buddy ruse to do it as well. So, um, But everyone had something else they had to do, which was smart. I wish I had thought of that. But then I – so I was trying to back out because I was like, there's just no way I can do this without other things, um, uh, other things suffering – But then I found out that Greg Fitzsimmons said he was going to do it, and he's one of the people I had reached out to, and I'm like, fine. If Well, now I really can't back out because if he's doing it, and I had talked him into doing it. Anyway, I did it. Greg Fitzsimmons did not show up. That wasn't what I had to say, though. Um, What I wanted to say, though, was, yeah. So anyway, I overextended myself, did everything that I uh, normally wouldn't have done, and turns out I was right. Better to not do all these things. Um, And now I feel like I'm going insane because I am so tired. Anyway, but to my point, the panel. Sparsely attended. It was early in the morning. It was far away. I was delightful. But when they get to the question part, these people who want to do podcasts are asking these questions, which are very, you know, it's like a lot of stuff like, um, like really like the p- kind of personal nitty gritty of like asking people with popular podcasts, like what are your numbers and, and what kind of money do you make and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And, um, which actually somehow they, in, in the, uh, hurly burly of people disclosing personal stuff, they forgot that they never got to me, which made me feel better. But, um, because, you know, <laughs> Numbers don't even go high as high as the downloads we get, and I am extremely rich from this podcast. So um, I was thinking, wow, this is kind of – for the people in the audience, that's cool that they have access to these people and they can ask these kind of questions. Um, why Why do they get to ask these questions? And I was thinking, well, well, they paid a lot of money to attend this panel, and that's – potentially what you get in return. You get access to people that you normally wouldn't have access to to ask them questions. But what's in it for the people on the panel? Is it just the esteem of I am being called a podcast all-star and I'm getting to hobnob with fellow all-stars? Or is it the connections you make? Or I don't know what it is. And then here, this is really going to make me sound like an asshole. So when I tried to back out, my friend... <laughs> My friend was like, I'll pay for your valet so you can get in and out faster because it was at the Ritz-Carlton where valet is expensive. And I was like, oh. I didn't even – I didn't acknowledge that, but I thought, okay, that will be good because um, it's expensive. So then on my way out, though, I just could not bring myself to say to him, oh, you know, so great to see you. I have to go, you know, because I told you I have this crazy schedule, um, but could I have valet money? And then the valet was $25, and I actually said – 25 because I thought it was 20 and for some reason an extra five just pushed it over the edge and then here's the best part though the other panelists after me I heard them say in the exact same intonation $25 Gary isn't that excessive for valet not at the Ritz but in just in general that's ridiculous kind of ridiculous yeah so then I was standing there and then with tip and by the way I don't know what the appropriate tip on $25 is I gave $3 
you're holding would, would it have been five dollars it would have been for me probably because at that point it's just ridiculous i know i great know. so i'm cheap and poor anyway but I, you know what that's the best part of pulling up in a hunk of shit like i have is that no one's expecting a lot from me because it's like she barely got here in one piece clearly based on this car I'm very focused on how embarrassing I find my car lately. So hopefully I'll have a new car soon or a new attitude about it. Anyway, though, what was my point? Oh, my point is just what would you guys have done in that whole valet money situation? Because I feel like it's it, – I, I have too much pride to actually ask to be reimbursed for the valet parking. However, I could have used that $28. But then it's not like I'm – oh, no, now I won't be able to – put my children through um finishing school it's just and i don't have kids you get what i'm saying maybe you do i don't know yeah yeah so that's my my question for other people who've done panels uh well what's the point of it is it just a thing you do gary have you been on a panel i have not i watched you do this panel last year mm-hmm. that was it yeah there were more people this year last year oh yeah i counted there were 17 people in the audience it was – I think everyone was surprised at how – it was the first day of the thing. It was very early and a lot – a lot of people – the roster – like each – the moderator backed out, the second moderator – I mean the, the whole thing was like this kind of a clusterfuck. Although thank you so much for the opportunity to be on this panel. I enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> I really should not talk like this. I really shouldn't. Like the other day, I, w- I said I had a meeting, and David Wilde said, is this one of those generals you hate so much? And I said, no. But I also should not keep putting it out there how much I hate general meetings. I need to start from the ground up doing damage control on myself. So to anyone who's listening, I'm a lovely person. I'm gracious. I'm agreeable. I'm fun. And I see, I take every opportunity handed to me. And I make the most of it. And I don't ever complain about it after the fact. So last night, Gary, I was driving back from Corona with August and Adam Carolla. And I was sitting in the back. And I had had a couple nachos backstage. And um, I burped. And I was like, wow. This is it was silent. But it was one of the craziest nacho burps I've ever, ever smelled. And I was suddenly very self-conscious thinking this nacho burp is going to blow up to the front of the car there's no way to avoid it i would like to crack a wind and i'm a i'm a i'm a delicate flower i smell other no i hear other people's farts in this studio all the time i have never never ever been the one to impart any sort of gas I've been now been in this company for over two years, and this is the first time anything like this has happened, and it was a nacho burp. <laughs> anyway, I couldn't crack a window. Like, I wanted to crack a window and then put it back up or something, and I'm like, that's going to make it worse. And I also, I don't have the kind of rapport with them where I could be like, sorry about my nacho burp. <laughs> so that's why I'm sharing it with you guys, because I've been feeling a little off ever since it happened last night. But Mike August was eating turkey jerky like there's no tomorrow on the way there and I was thinking I feel like I smell like jerky now because it's in this car and a lot of jerky apparently had been consumed in that car the day before it's kind of like a jerky mobile 
So then I began to think maybe this is not the nacho burp I'm enjoying as much as the the leftover jerky air. I don't know. They fuse together. I'm just saying I feel quite unladylike. I believe we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, our iTunes comment of the week comes from NoHost16, and it's titled, Ignore the Haters, Dig This Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts with what I can only imagine is the Hey Go Fuck Yourself sign, mm-hmm. or song. Uh, this show rocks hard. Oh, sorry, Hey Go Fuck Yourself whiners. This show rocks hard. Just listen to the second Allison Gary show, and it's great, except for one thing. <laughs> My sister and I are going nuts over not ever hearing the end of Gary's Getting Hired story. We were on the edge of our seats, so impressed with Sweet Gary and the resume in his pocket, writing follow-up and then follow-up note, and finally getting the call, and then what happened? This is important for two reasons. Gary's weird and funny and seems uncomfortable talking about himself when it comes across as no, darling. Which comes across as darling. Sorry. Which comes Now across. I'm just reading along with you. <laughs> this is exactly the kind of information a mother wants her daughter's graduating college in three weeks in parentheses to hear. Here are a few unanswered questions from us. It's a lot of questions. Yeah, sorry. There's multiple images to look at. What happened exactly when you got the... Should, should I answer these as I go? Um, what we'll, be, we'll be here all day if you do. Why don't you read them all and then, I'll, uh, and then we'll, we'll select a few. Good. Thank you. Oh, God, especially. Okay. <laughs> I'll read the questions. What exactly happened when you got the call? Did you do a Snoopy dance when they called? What were the first tasks required of you? How long did you work as an intern? Did they hire you or did you ask to be hired? How long until you moved out of your parents' house? How long until you had a conversation with Adam or do you avoid him still? How do you, did you come to produce everyone's shows? When are you going to get a day off? What is both of your advice to the class of 2013? Do you think moms are weird? I bet your moms are super proud of you both. No, you, you, hey. back to you. Hey, and while you're <laughs> at it, can you please tell us uh, your, Allison, Getting hired story too. Sorry if this all sounded Gary centric. We totally adore you too, and we don't even and you don't even look a bit pregnant. Totes thin and Becky ish. Thanks and peace, Noah. Um, that cracked me up. By the way, I'm not pregnant, and they know that. That is, I would I had been saying that uh, when we were in Phoenix, a few people who were drunk were like, "I'm gonna ask you a question." That's my drunk voice. It's not very good. Um, they thought perhaps I was pregnant because. Well, what I hear is because I look fat, but I don't think that's what it was. They said it's because I wasn't drinking and because I'm engaged and et cetera. But anyway, I had made a big stink about you can't ask someone if they're pregnant unless you see a – actually, I think someone someone said you can't ask someone if they're pregnant unless they're crowning. So until there's a baby head popping out of my vagina, <clears throat> don't ask me. But anyway, um, and then Becky-ish, is that because I said that I people people think I look like a Becky? It might be. I don't it know. It cracked me up regardless. I can't remember exactly the reference, but... I assumed it was a Facts of Life thing. Oh, maybe it is, but I can't I can't think of a Becky on Facts of Life. Just in a Becky-ish. I don't know. I like it. I, I don't Actually, I didn't say I look like a Becky. I said people say I don't look like an Allison, and then Adam and Brian agreed that I look like a Becky. Um, okay, so let's get to some of these questions. Let's see. Um... Well, did you finally get a call or did you get an email? I got an email. Oh, uh, no, that's not true. I got a call and I was at work. 
Yeah. You're at your crappy legal yeah. job. Uh-huh. Did I you... got a call from, yeah. Did you do a Snoopy dance? I did not, I don't think. Were you happy, though? Yeah, very. It was a call saying you're hired or, no, or let's a, get it, together. It was a call saying come in for an interview, but I think that was the second one. The second interview or the second? I'm trying to remember. I I had two interviews, and there was a span of time in between them. So I think that... I didn't tell this right the first time, but I think that what happened was shortly after the new year, I was called in for an interview and kind of told like, all right, well, we'll keep you in mind. And like four months later, I got another call and was told to come in again. And that was when I was hired. Had you been um, keeping in touch with them during those four months? Yeah, I'd been emailing. That was the part. I just missed the part in between. But that, mm-hmm. after that was where I was emailing them kind of over and over again. And where were you living at this time? Um, kind of by Adam's house in a house, um, off of Kawanga. Okay. So you house. weren't living. Did you, did you move back home after college though? Back to your parents? Yeah. For like a month or okay. two. How and was that? I was there for a month or yeah. two <laughs> and that was too long. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I, I did that too. I was there for a little bit longer, but, um, it was, uh, it makes you feel like a, um, flabby baby child, man. I, I don't hold it against anyone who does it. It's a great way to save money, especially if you can get along with your parents. Um, I get along great with my parents when I'm not living with them. But after more than a couple of weeks, it starts to get really tough. Is it that they there are rules or just the little parental things bug you? What is it? I know for me, <sighs> things which are completely benign begin to drive me crazy. Yeah, my mom starts to really, like, there are certain little nitpicky things that, like, I don't even know why they bug me, but if I see it enough times, it'll drive me insane. Yeah. And she doesn't have a job anymore, so she's there, always. And that can get suffocating, because I didn't, I didn't have a job at the time. Mm-hmm. I was still looking, so. Right. Um, and also, I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but there's a way that a parent can um, inquire about how things are going that then makes you feel like things are going horribly. This used to happen actually all the time with my parents. That's why if there was a guy I liked that I was maybe starting to date, I wouldn't want to tell them about it right away because it would be like, uh, like my mom would be like, so do you think he really likes you? And I'm like, I don't know, but something about the way that you phrased that question and the way that I'm now answering makes me feel like he doesn't like me enough, even though he might like me just the appropriate amount for the stage that we're dating. You know what I mean? Or like... um. Do you think – like just anything, any question about a job before anything's set – because I think the thing is when you're pursuing a job or a relationship or when things aren't on terra firma yet, when it's uncertain, you – if you're me, you're keeping your expectations in check and kind of pacing yourself. And then when, a single question from a parent can make you completely feel like everything's going to shit, nothing's ever going to happen, I'm not I'm, – I'm fucked up, I'm a failure. Yeah, no. I mean to a certain extent I have a lot of that and it's like – or they'll ask the wrong question, which is yes. exactly what you're trying to keep the fuck out of your mind. Right. You're like sitting around doing anything you can, which may look like nothing, but anything you can to keep yourself off the focus of like, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? And then they're like, so you think this is going to happen? It's like, fuck. I just, okay, I lose it. Like, yeah. I don't like snap at my mom or anything, but it's like, it just drives me insane because right. then I have another voice in my head saying the exact same shit. And it's right. like, that question can never be beneficial to her, it, right. it seems. It's not like that question is ever pertinent to the to the to like the extent that it needed to be asked right yeah. now. Yeah. The weird thing though is that I remember noticing that people that people who weren't my parents 
could ask these questions and it didn't have the same effect on Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I don't know what that – I think because there's so much it, – it can be just an idle question from a parent, though it never is. But even if it were, you, you can't hear it as an idle question when you're their child. There's too much judgment. Yeah. Built in, whether they're trying to lay it on thicker or not. The fact that that relationship exists – yeah, I mean, my dad's best friends will ask me the same questions, and I'll just straight up answer them. I yeah. mean, listen, I'm doing what I can. It's going to happen when it happens. Like, what? But when you're living with your parents, especially when you're unemployed, like, that's a serious. Right. Relationships are a good one, too. But, like, unemployment, if you're living with them, like, oh, fuck that. Yeah. Right, because you're trying to keep in mind I'm a quality human being who was very employable. I just happen to be unemployed right now, and I just graduated and blah, 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 blah. But inside, there's that fear that maybe this is how we are always going to be. Well, right. And I graduated into a recession, like a, a hard one. Yeah. So, like, it, you know, as much as it's like everyone's like, well, there's no jobs out there right now, it's you don't want to fucking be pressured by your parents if you really are actually making an effort at it. Right. And doing it. But, you know, that's – I don't fault them for that. It's just you get to a certain age right. and it's time to be on your own and – dealing with it yourself Mm -hmm. all right i'm looking at this list of questions and thinking what else uh what were the first tasks required of you i produced the parent experiment uh but i wasn't that certainly was not my title i was working on the parent experiment uh my first task this come up on for crying out loud before uh was to go to a beauty salon in the (laughs) valley at like 7 a.m like the fifth or sixth week of the NFL and stand there and supposedly I don't I don't know what I was supposed to be doing but what it ended up was with was me standing there for like eight hours while two fans got makeovers and met Teresa and Lynette for a little while was this videoed uh-huh oh, okay uh yeah because I was thinking that doesn't sound like compelling audio no it was video but uh it was a long day and now your dream was to work on the Adam Carolla show, though, yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was what I, that was why I sought this out, yeah. So how long until, did we, I forget if we already covered this. It was like 18 months. I don't know if we covered that. It took a while. Yeah. I mean, I moved on to other shows besides the parent experiment faster than that, but mm-hmm. it was a while before I was on the Adam Carolla show. And were you an intern or were you hired? No, I was an intern for... I don't know, somewhere between, like, six and nine months. And then how did you transition out of that to actually being an employee, if you can say? One day they started paying me is the short version of that. But is the lesson to learn from that just get your foot in the door and then be a, a good worker? Like what? Like We have an intern now. That's what I told him, basically. Mm-hmm. Was that, you know, keep your head down and do what you can. And listen, at a certain point, it, if if I hadn't been paid, at a certain point it would have gotten to I have to quit or I have to be paid. And I would have had to have that conversation. Luckily, I had, you know, I had planned a little bit and I was able to do it. And it just came at the right time. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right. I said that we would take some Twitter questions. So I am going to Twitter where I starred a few questions that I thought were good, and now I'm just talking while I pull them up. Although new ones might have come in. You know what? 
while I look at this, I will just make sound with my mouth. Here I am making sound. Oh, there wow. questions. Look at that. I picked a scab out of my goatee today. Way better than picking one out of my hair on my head. Beat that, sugar tits. It's not even a question. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it's to a say. Challenge. I, I know. I don't even know what. I mean, I guess I do know where I could pick one from, but I'm not going to. It's disgusting. It's so disgusting. I'm sorry I said that. I'm disgusting. That's worse than a nacho burp. Okay, you guys. I need to tell you something else about Mother's Day. You know what a great gift is? Flowers, especially flowers from Pro Flowers. I have these sitting in my apartment right now. They've been there for more days than they should be, given how robust and beautiful they look and how fragrant they smell. Um, These are flowers that, okay, crappy flowers are flowers that look good the first day and then by by later, it's sort of like, you know what it is? It's like the five o'clock shadow, but in flowers because oftentimes flowers look great right when you get them and then the uh, there's like an expiration date that's a few hours later. Not literally an expiration date, but I'm just saying they don't stay stay alive that long. But pro flowers do. That is why they, well, that's one of the many reasons they are great. And this would be a great Mother's Day gift. We've gone through this before. You know what's not a good Mother's Day gift? The email that comes a couple days later saying, oh, happy belated Mother's Day. Sorry, I suck. Don't do that. Don't do that to your mom. Instead, get her something lovely like Pro Flowers. Pro Flowers has one dozen rainbow roses for $19.99. Or you can double the roses and get chocolates plus a premium pink base for just $29.98. That's 50% off. You just need my code BESTFRIEND when you order to get these special prices. Here's the only way to get this amazing Mother's Day deal. Go to proflowers.com, click on the microphone in the top right corner, and type in Best Friend. That's proflowers.com, click on the microphone, and type in Best Friend. Order now. This special pricing expires soon. And remember, use my code Best Friend because then they will know that you came to them via this podcast, and then they will say, Allison Rosen is my new best friend. Allison Rosen is your new best friend, is my new favorite podcast. I got all tongue-tied because I wanted to ask Gary the answer to the question, which is he just gave me the answer to. Okay. Um, what should we do? Should we uh, just just say goodbye? I don't really? know. What would you? How would you do it? I would say we you guys are going to hear some behind-the-scenes chit-chat. I would say we, we, uh, we, we say that we'll be back a little bit later to answer a few Twitter questions. Okay. Okay. We'll be back a little bit later, but to you guys it'll be like one second later to answer some Twitter questions. Okay, bye for now. Hey, you guys, it's us again. What did you do with your second? I hope it was meaningful. Anyway, so we are going to answer some questions that came in over Twitter. Jason Dix, who's the guy who made the super cool Alice from Rosen is Your New Best Friend cartoon, says to either of you guys, and by the way, I have, I have this itch in the back left of my head, and it's driving me crazy, and I can't find it. It keeps moving around. I hate a nomadic itch. Okay. Jason Dick says, do either of you guys cook? If so, what is your signature dish? It recently became crystal clear to me that I don't have a signature dish because I was saying that I, um, that I was a little more social recently. And part of that was going to a potluck where I was supposed to bring my signature dish. And then I thought, well, 
that sucks because I don't have one, although I do make zucchini and yellow squash in the microwave often. I don't think anyone would appreciate that. So I made a salad, which is my mom's signature salad, but I feel like I need to get my own signature dish. Gary, do you have one? I don't. I don't cook very often. Do you cook ever? Yeah, rarely. What do you make when you do? I like to barbecue, and there are a few other things I can make, pasta I -hmm. like to make, but... That's very, very rare these days. Yeah. I like cooking when I have the time, but it's never – I'm never cooking with the intention of I'm going to make – it's not like it's dinner I'm going to cook. It's more like I'm interested in cooking for this phase of my life or I don't know. I don't know. Phase of this week is more my style. Yeah. Yeah. Yet I feel like I'm going to need to sort of – get more into cooking at some point if I have kids. I can't just give them frozen dinners. I mean, I could, actually. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Um, Noah Blowing Less. Hi. Who's your favorite Game of Thrones character other than Oliver the Dragon? Is the dragon really named Oliver? I don't think so. I thought the same thing when I saw that. I don't think they've given them names. And they certainly wouldn't be such uh, prosaic names. Right. Uh, Gary, if you're a fan, same question. Thanks. My favorite character is um, Daenerys because of the dragons. Oh, I also like Arya. Yeah, I like Daenerys a lot. Who's your favorite character? Probably her or um, what the hell is his name? Peter Dinklage's character. Oh, Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like... I did not watch last night. I didn't either. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No spoilers. I didn't watch last night either, but the Daenerys dragons plot, that's my favorite storyline right now, and I like when we're in that land versus when we go to the other, like, dismal land. I've always kind of liked that storyline the best, but the other ones are coming around. They should should just spin that off. The other storylines are starting to strengthen up, and I think eventually they're all going to come together in a really cool way. Do you have the same feeling I have when I watch Game of Thrones, which is, what the fuck is going on? No, I bought into it. All right. I for a while. I know it's not that I'm incredulous, it's that I, I literally am like, wait, what? It's I hard. Don't, what's going on? It's, it's hard, hard to, to follow. It's hard to connect some of the dots. Yeah. It's a lot easier if you watch it in a marathon. It's hard if you watch it week by week. Right. All right. Matthew Pritchard says, "Been listening for a year now and this is more about your news segment on the Adam Carolla show, but what is the origin of Zip It Cunts?" Okay, I've said this before. I feel like I will be saying it till I die. That's okay. We were looking for a news sign-off on the Adam Carolla show, and we were talking about on the show how we were looking for one, and then Adam's like, "Um, how about zip it, cunt, and blah, 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 like moving on. And so then when it – he was joking. And when it came time to close it, I said – I used it as my um, sign-off as if I misunderstood him and thought he was actually suggesting that it be the sign-off, sort of like say goodnight, Gracie, goodnight, Gracie. Everyone thought it was super funny. And then, but, and then it stuck. I I never loved it. I was never like, aha, we have found it. It was more like, aha, I haven't found anything else. And so for a little while, I was switching it around each time. But then that became this thing where I would pause for a second before going into it because I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And then no one loved the pause, understandably. So then we just decided, let's just go with Zip It Cunt. And then it got written to that song. And then I'm like, well, now it's going to be that forever. And yeah, there's many. I love, I love 
the song that leads into my news. However, it makes people say, where's your iPad? Because it says she reads the news from her iPad. Well, it says she reads the news from her iPad. But I actually often just do the news from with a piece of paper in my hands, not reading it, just knowing it. Uh, but that is not nearly as lyrical. Then at a certain point, I changed it to zip it cunts because everyone's like, who's zipping it? Who's the cunt? You do realize that Adam is insulting you, right? There were so many people saying that. And it got, and they're like, why don't, I don't know. So then I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to say zip it cunts because then it, it won't make people so confused because then I'm just calling everyone a cunt. But then now I'm starting to get blowback from people who are, who are like, unless you're in front of a live, this is how they sound. They're using this font. Unless you're in front of a live audience, you should not be saying cunts. <laughs> That's the font. It's yeah, total. It's totally in zap asshole three. And then I also, then other people were like, Zip It Cunt was funny and self-deprecating, but Zip It Cunt is just blah, blah, blah. So now, I don't know. I think my problem to begin with was ever listening to anyone else. If it were up to me, I would just say, that's the news. I'm Allison Rose and I love you. Because I'm about love. I'm not about cunts. Or cunt, as it were. Anyway, though, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe that was the wrong call for me to just make it plural but I just so many people were like don't you realize that you're the one being insulted and I was like don't you realize I'm the one who chose to sorry I ever answered this okay um Gary this next one is going to be a visual Maestro Shine says hey what does and then there's that little up carrot thing mean do you know what he's asking there's like a little key symbol he's asking or he yeah I don't know what specifically he's referencing i don't either sometimes you can use that to talk about like the tweet above yours or something like i don't know oh i don't know what he's talking about though right i don't okay. see how that pertains to you or no show. and in case you're wondering it's like imagine a little dunce hat on top of a, a letter o or it could be on top of anything really it's just a little cone all right micah helm says I really like a girl who has said she enjoys time with me, but that she just wants to be friends. I want to date advice. I would need to know more, but I said that when I was talking to Dr. Drew, I was like, I don't believe in the friend zone because I feel like if two people are meant to be together, they will be together eventually. Um, and like if people decide to wait to date, they're just going to be friends. If they're meant to be romantically involved, like that will happen. But then he said that he thinks it depends on who put who in the friend zone. Like a woman can say, um, that they, she just wants to be friends and then you can get out of that zone. Whereas like if a guy decides that he just wants to be friends, then you're only ever going to be friends. I guess the idea being if a guy says that, then he's not attracted to you and men don't suddenly – maybe that's what Dr. Drew – I don't want to put words in his mouth. He's probably thinking like if a guy says he's not attracted to you, he's not going to all of a sudden become attracted to you. Whereas frequently a woman will decide that she's not attracted to someone and then someone will become attractive to her. Is that Would you say that's right, Gary? Have you ever decided you're attracted to someone that you didn't first think you were? Years later. Did the person change? Yeah. Okay. So what's your advice to Micah? Move on? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't feel qualified to give advice based on a tweet. But 
I don't feel qualified to give advice at all, first of all, but that's that's a very based on that very bare bones description, if you're spending a lot of time with her and she's telling you she just wants to be friends, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a really shitty thing that I've learned is that in general what someone tells you, you you should pay attention to that because as much as you want to say, but I but I can just tell they like me or I can just this or I can just that, like it's so much simpler to just take someone at their word even though it's kind of unpleasant. And and if you move on if anything, if she does have feelings for you, that will make her realize she does. But just being her friend when she says she just wants to be friends but you like her more, that's just going to be painful for you and it's not going to do anything to make her change her feelings, I think. Again, hard to tell from just a tweet, but that is what I'm thinking. But hang in there because that sucks, but something unsucky could be right around the corner. All right, you guys, we have now answered some of your tweets. We have not answered all of them, though, so we will answer more tweets soon, possibly on the next show even. And let's see, what else do I need to tell you? Well, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, why not click through the banner on my website at alisonrosen.com? Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Um, perhaps you're wanting some extra Allison Rosen as your new best friend. Why not get the special bonus episode that we did live at the uh LA Podcast Festival. Guests are Doug Benson and Greg Proops. It's available for $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. And check out my column. It's delightful. Of course, I would say that. I wrote it. And I pretty much think everything I do is... That's not true. There's plenty of things I've done that weren't delightful. But anyway, check out my column, you know, if you want. If you want to read some stuff that I've written, you can... uh, If you follow me on Twitter, I, I tweet the link. Anyway, is there anything else I need to tell them? No. All right. Thank you guys so much, and I will talk to you later. I love you. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.
This is Corolla Digital.